0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talksport Fan Network. Talksport, powered by fans.
1: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just sixty bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love.
2: Mansfield Town crashed out of the Skybet League 2 playoffs on Sunday via a penalty shootout. Few would have thought that despite a failure to achieve promotion that David Flitcroft would be sacked as state manager. Alas football is a ruthless game and today Flitcroft and his staff are dismissed of their duties as a new dawn begins attempts dempster dawn. Tonight in this emergency end-of-season review show, myself, Nathan and Can reflect on the managerial change at the 1-4 Stadium and basically try to take it all in as David Flitcroft leaves the Stags, replaced immediately by Academy Manager John Dempster, who is now in charge of all footballing operations. We'll take a look in-depth at the decision to park ways with Flitcroft. Was the decision justified or should the Lancastrian have been given one more chance to galvanise us? And as Flickcroft heads for the dole queue and the Stags prepare for another season in Sky Bet League 2, we ask where did it all go wrong and can the Stags' new manager pick up the pieces? And as always, have your say on your team in the comments and the live feed throughout. Nothing is ever simple following the Stags. know a wise man once said the secret of change is to focus all your energy not on fighting the old but on building the new well building the new is something Mansfield have to do yet again this is the Mansfield Matters podcast Change for Mansfield Town FC as David Flitcroft departs the one Court stadium and John Dempster is the man who's put into the hot seat. Good evening and welcome to the Mansfield Matters podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Well, because Mansfield Matters. We're in a bit of a different location, as you may be able to see tonight. We're in Nathan's house, in Nathan's front room. We've called an emergency meeting because Nathan... What a coaster
1: of a day following the Sags. I didn't expect it. I'm excited I mean, didn't see it coming then, but um, I've used that one too many times this season. But, um, no, I mean, we, we all knew that there's going to be an inquest into the season and why we haven't gone up and the way the second half of the season has panned out, how it has. And, and we all knew that there were going to be some question marks on whether David Flickoff would be taking us into the next season. Um you know there were a few fans coming for his head after the match Um and a few i say, for a couple of months really, so we haven't been right since Christmas but did I think John and Karen were going to make the decision to get rid of him honestly do on heart no I didn't It's so, you
3: just knew it was going to come at some point and being in a position we were last season when Flitcroft came in top three obviously we didn't do it last season we didn't even get in the playoffs last season and then to be in the same situation again in the top three um to finish to blow that finishing the playoffs and to blow that as well when we were in a strong position <sighs> you, you, i don't i don't know to be honest you knew it was going to come at some point. if you fail in football it's always the fir- the fir- the blame always lies at the manager's feet for for not getting it there um and you always knew that at some point in the records we'll go back to appointing from within as we've done so many times in the past
2: yeah it was uh, an interesting decision that appointment we'll touch upon that in a little while let me go through some of the comments tonight keep them coming in we want your comments we want you to have your say on your team so get in the comments below uh, and i'll read those out um, throughout the uh, the show that's why i've got the phone here to um to try and keep up with some of the comments Uh, Eddie King says not a happy chap thought Flickcroft deserved another season Rob says Adam Murray style appointment be interesting to see how this gamble plays out hopefully for the better Uh, Tony just says wow Um, Anthony says highlights Flickcroft gone Dempsey in Um, I think think we can see which camp he is in on that one Uh, Sam says wrong decision for me Flickcroft got us playing football just not being good enough since January Uh, uh, N. Barsby says he failed the brief was promotion how many overnight stays training at Loughborough costs thousands it's an interesting one isn't it because the brief was clearly to achieve promotion to Skybet League One and having come so close you would have thought Nathan announced that there would have been perhaps a little bit of uh, wanting to back him and allow him to build again and push once more but ultimately on paper if the brief is in your job description in your task Is to deliver promotion, and you
1: fail to deliver it, then there has to be some consequences, doesn't there? It does, but I mean, a lot of um, fans are saying, you know, on social media. Obviously, since the news has broke, it's been going a bit crazy. Lots of different opinions thrown out there, which is what football is all about. But a lot of people saying he's had two failures now. I think we've been over this many times, but I don't know how you can necessarily fail him for that first season when he came in, taking an unbalanced squad, wasn't his players, everything was already going sort of pear-shaped at that point I find that very harsh to pin that on him but most people are now by this season obviously it's different he obviously has bought his own players but as I mentioned last week in just two transfer windows, it's very unlikely they're going to get all his number one targets so we nearly did it we were very close and yes the second half of the season has been very difficult um, you know, to, to take as a multiple time supporter because, you know, other fans say we we' we're bottlers and, and we have bottled it again. There's no getting about you know, getting about that. But I just feel like he's still doing enough this season to deserve another shot, at least till Christmas next year, because first half of the season we we've breaking records, we've still had the best defensive record all season. Um, you know, we've we've gone through a stage the season where people have said it's the best football we've seen us play in in decades, you know, you, it's so easy to forget where we were. Now, whatever happened in January, this is where we, you know, the inquest needs to start. You know, I, I think the January um, transfer window wasn't good. Now, obviously, just before I, we brought in Greg Abbott, so how involved was was Frickcraft in that.
2: Very thing. interesting, just to say as well. I'll read the full statement in, in a second, but just to say that he has also gone. Yeah. It, which is interesting,
1: isn't it? Uh, it that probably that to me says Rashford is also blaming him so if he was in full control of obviously you'd, you'd imagine yeah. that the management would have a, a say in the January transfer window, but if that was mainly his doing bringing in those players you could say that's where we went wrong from from January so is that entirely fit cross fault it's hard, it's hard to say because we're not in that inside position to know that are we but I for one felt that he'd shown enough in his managerial skills um, yes tactically you've got some things wrong I'm not saying it's perfect but for what we have seen through most of the season or, or, or the critics will say half a season we've seen Mansfield going the right direction it's certainly been a season for me which on reflection I would
2: have taken a fourth place finish considering how we finished the the previous season. But that perhaps does contribute to it in some way, shape, or form. We'll have a little talk about that in a couple of minutes or so. I want to try and keep up with all the comments which are coming flooding in uh, so far tonight. Paul says it's not just the manager that's let the club down, the players need to face their responsibilities as well. Anthony says, The manager cannot be all to blame the players who were on their holidays before the final whistles. Uh, they were to blame as well. Uh, Paul says, Will Dempster's budget be a good one next season? Interesting yeah. question. Uh, John says, I think he deserved a second season. It's the players that's to blame too. They're the one on the field kicking at the ball. Um, Joanne says, Hopefully the youngsters will get a chance. Kevin says, He's got some big shoes to fill to play entertaining football and get promoted in his first year. Um... Paul says would love to see the retain list could be some surprises uh, I imagine that'll be around Thursday time when that, that comes out <laughs> <laughs> I'm dreading that as well uh, Simon says evening boys hope you're well with Greg Abbott going do you think it's deeper than not getting promotion maybe with disagreeing with contracts and transfers interesting one um, Mike says Flickcroft has a, had us playing some good football uh, the best football for a long time John Dempster was a good player uh, for us he's done brilliant with the youth let's hope he can bring his magic to the first team let's give John our full support as we did for Flickcroft and no doubt that he will get our full back in uh, regardless uh, N Barsby says some of the away performances were dire, County Northampton MK Dunstan name a few um, Uh, and keep you good some of them were good Uh, keep your comments uh, come in on that one I'll come back to that in a little while but if those of you who have missed it if you've been sleeping under a rock today or simply haven't had time to read the full statement uh, this is the statement which Mansfield Town uh, put out earlier today Mansfield Town can announce that the contract of David Flickcroft as manager has been terminated. Head of Football Operations Greg Abbott, Assistant Manager Ben Futchett, goalkeeping coach Ian Pledger and performance analyst Dan Ashby have also been released from their positions. This is the interesting bit for me. Academy Manager John Dempster has been appointed as first team manager and will be responsible for all of the club's footballing operations. In a statement, Chairman John Radford said, It is with heavy heart that we part company with David and his staff. However, the decision has been made with the best interests of Mansfield Town Football Club in mind. Despite a season of progress, we were unable to fulfil our primary objective of earning promotion to League One, despite having a number of games to achieve this ambition. We thank David and his staff for their tireless endeavours and part ways amicably. David and his staff have been highly professional throughout their tenures and we wish them genuine success for the future. Commenting on the new appointment of John Dempster as manager, Mr Radford said, In John we have a man who is considered to be one of the brightest and most innovative of young coaches in football. His success with the youth team over the past few seasons has been remarkable and he now deserves the opportunity to manage the first team. John will have our full backing. He is appointed as manager of a club which is widely considered as one of the best operations in football. His rebuilding process starts today and we encourage all stag supporters to welcome john into the position as a new era at the one call stadium gets underway let's touch briefly upon that appointment of john dempster um first and foremost i think it was always going to happen one day and i think had he been appointed as interim manager when steve evans left before Flitcroft come in i think we'd have all stood up applauded and you know backed john radford's decision However, having not had full managerial experience in a senior first team, whilst I'm delighted to see John Dempster given an opportunity, it does feel a little rushed, and perhaps a little rash
1: as well. Definitely, Nath? yeah. Um, I mean, if we set aside the whole decision of to sack Flickcroft, which you know, I wasn't for, but I knew it was a possibility... I thought if it was going to happen, I was expecting an experienced manager to come in, somebody who you would really think, you know, okay, we've got, we've still got a chance here of, of going for promotion next year. When you look into this appointment, and although uh, you know, like you said, I'm, I'm delighted for, for for John Dempster, and yes, managers need to be given a chance, but if we didn't trust him a year ago to to go, you know, to go in where pressure really wasn't on him you know in that situation he could have got in there for the last 12 games and given it what everything he's got and he would have certainly been back then because it was a different mentality in, in how the whole managerial situation changed that was a chance then to put him in there and see what he's got nothing there's nothing changed here in, in a year later as in, in his in his role you know he's still done the same job yeah you could say he's got another year under his belt but would he have learnt that much in one year to say now he is ready I don't think there's any difference in that personally so to me, when you look into it deeper, when you look at the whole situation, I, I feel like next year is gonna be more of a matter of we are we're making big cutbacks. I don't think there's gonna be someone mentioned in the comments earlier, is he gonna be back financially the same as off and Evans? I personally don't feel like he is at all. I feel like we're gonna rely on youth, which is a massive, massive gamble. I'm I hope I'm proven wrong, but I'm really, I'm worried for next season. And, and that's, nothing, that's nothing against John Dempsey. He might be a good good coach, but it's a massive step up. for Both him and youth team players to come into this. And, as I mentioned in a comment earlier, unfortunately, Sag's fans, fans now have high expectations from the last few seasons. That's the issue, isn't it, can be It's not the fact that Dempsey's been given an opportunity,
2: that's fine. I think even... I think, whilst we're probably a little bit disheartened that Flitcroft has gone, we're not, mainly we're not surprised. Um, It's the appointment which is the most surprising thing because, like Nathan said, a year ago when Evans walked out, there was no pressure. It was, you know, if you can do it, do it. If not, don't worry about it, you've given it a go. Whereas now, it feels like, not so much out of the frying pan and into the fire, more like out of the frying pan and into the burning inferno.
3: (laughs) It's a difficult one because obviously obviously it's the cheaper option of appointing from within but I suppose a lot of the team that we have been have been like the core of our team this season a lot of them are under contract for next season so it's not going to be like wholesale changes like someone like when Evans came in and it was practically an entire new team and They can be transfer listed though They can be transfer listed but who out at the core of our team, who would you say would be transfer listed? Well, that's. Well, little... I
1: wouldn't want any to, but if we don't know the chairman's intention, and this is obviously where we will going to have to wait and see, especially if it's retain list, because obviously, a lot of times, the, the announcement there who is on the transfer list. So, this is where we wait to see, and if he is cutting back, if he needs to get, if he needs to get wages, then some of the big players are going to go on the transfer list. I don't think we don't that. know this, do we? I was <laughs> hopefully not, but it could. I don't think it will be long before players have their
2: meetings with. John Dempster and the board to discuss their futures I think you would you could probably you will probably expect an announcement before the end of the week Uh, let's go back to some more of the comments because they are literally flooding in uh, so far tonight I'm really struggling to keep up with them so if you do uh, comment and I miss it I do apologise Paul says gave him a year to sort out the mess Evans left needed another year surely academy built for one reason to bring young players through that's okay could take longer Craig says it's simple we just go again in August um, and Anthony says it's even simpler they sacked Flitcroft and appointed Dempsey he keeps using go Dempsey I think there's something going on there isn't there they say go again in August but where are we going exactly who knows uh, we're on our way but where to uh, Paul says pretty shocked but understand the decision we arguably had the best team in the league and it came to nothing so you can understand it completely agree uh, future future's now a little uncertain but I expect us to go for the playoffs again at least next season good luck everyone did you guys pick up on the fact that Flickruff spoke about the training ground not being suitable? What's that all about? Also of late, he's criticised the local press and referred to the failure of his predecessor. I think he made his own bed to an extent. It's a shame. We had a brilliant team this year and it's come to nothing. Hope it's back on course come September. I suspect it will be. Uh, before I read any more of the comments, let's digest a little bit of uh, of, of what Paul has said there. The training ground issue is, is clearly a thing. That will undoubtedly have caused friction with certain board members who have put a lot of financial backing into the training ground, whether they intended it to be a, uh, a youth academy, whether a development centre or a first-team base is irrelevant. And manager's come in and seen it and thought, fantastic, I want to use use this. And for whatever reason, it's been rushed. And, and well, we've seen what happened, that's potentially an excuse. But... Could there, be, could there have been fractions there? Because it doesn't just ultimately boil down to um, success and failure on the pitch, does it? It's about relationships off the
1: pitch too. Well, when we were originally just going end of season you, this was one thing that, a topic that I wanted to discuss because we know it has been a, an issue. We haven't, <coughs> we haven't been training on the training pitch, which was a big pull to some players. And, and, and certainly for Flick he spoke very highly of it when he first came in. And so the crew made a big deal out of it as well. So when that came about, and we went there too early, and it wasn't ready, inevitably that's going to cause cause issues with with management and board members. Like like you say, it's it's not it's not what everybody expected. And then they had to make start making other plans. And I think we've seen that in the last last month or two, where we've had, we've been training here, there, and everywhere obviously Radford has done everything they can to back it and back Whitcroft he wanted to go to St George's Park he wanted to go to Loughborough and wherever else they've been but you know it would have been better and it, you can't say it wouldn't um, because obviously we've all made a big deal about like how, how important the training, uh, training ground is going to be obviously it would have been better if there was where they at their home training ground than they haven't been
2: Anthony in the the comments uh, is getting a lot of sticks now obviously Carolyn's dad Um, so I just want to clear up a few things whilst this is a uh, an open forum for you guys to have your say and and to interact with each other uh, please don't get into silly arguments because it leads to, to daft comments like this one from Anthony and I appreciate the support you've given us over the season but this one does, does wind me up a little bit uh, which simply says how much of any of you invest in the club well we all buy tickets week in week out and buy shirts for, for and years for yeah. years the of our w-
1: nothing about support is it correct
2: and whilst we always we appreciate and you know we'll always back the board's decision John and Carolyn have done fantastic things for the club and I know they listen to this podcast please don't get into arguments and and make comments like that because it's not it's not healthy and for for us as supporters who buy season tickets and shirts that would for me if a director was saying that I know I can take it as a pinch of salt because it's not directly associated but if a director said that then I would not want to put money into the club and that's how things like Derry start So let's just
3: just and not guaranteed. Yeah, let's just see where it
2: goes. Let's just move on from that, shall we? Uh, Helen says, and this is a great point to come back to. Cam, um, it is a resorts based business essentially, and she says uh, we had so many chances to get promoted and blew them all. I'm not surprised that he's been sacked. Good luck to John Dempster. I would like to see an experienced head supporting John. Let's deal with the first part of that first. uh, The footballing side of things. Ultimately, we've had five chances to seal automatic promotion. Whether it's an, an offside goal here or a bit of bad luck there, it doesn't
3: matter. The fact is, we've not delivered. Again. Again. And um, you can have all this arguing of, oh, Flickcroft blew it last season. It, it is. And um, you think, fair enough, It's it wasn't his team. But a lot of that team have stayed and still been part of this season. So, I don't... I don't understand how you can do it as like... Can pin the blame on certain players or certain parts? Because in a way, they're still being instructed by the manager. If they can't do it, then they shouldn't be playing like that. And where does the blame lie with that? And it's 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 directly at the at the management and the and the staff. If they can't play that type of football or they can't uh, get the ball forward or whatever, then the system needs to change. And it's it hasn't changed, and we've been far too predictable this season. And teams have, have come and, and bossed the game because they, they know exactly how we're going to play. And games like uh, Northampton and Oldham and MK Dons, we we played straight into their hands. Is that uh, a thing which has sort of gone
2: against uh, against David Flickcroft, Nath? Because personally for me, and I wrote this in the blog earlier on, if you want to catch that, get over to our website and, and have a look at that on the main blog page. But... I felt it was unfair to judge Flipcroft on last season, and I judge him solely on this season. He's come in, he's delivered a new brand of football, which is the most exciting we've seen in years, but when it's come to the crunch of when teams have worked us out, he's lacked the tactical now to to get us through those games. His reluctance to make substitutions sometimes has really infuriated me. But that said... On balance, the way I, f- I felt, given another maybe six months to a year, that could have been turned around. And, and because I, I'm a firm believer, as I presume he will be from his interviews, that you learn from the, the wrongs, but ultimately, in football, you don't have the time for that, do you? So, should he perhaps have had more about him in his back room? Should he perhaps have had more experience in there
1: to, to get him through? Um, I it's, it's hard to say because, I mean, he has certainly got things technically wrong. You, you can, yeah, you know, it's plain to see, we, you know, that's, and I think he would hold his hands up to that. You hope to think he, he would learn from that and take that into next season or, you know, or in, in his future career. But the reason why I just feel like it's such a harsh decision, and it, I agree it is absolutely a, a results based business with doing financially backed, all this and that. But why I feel like it's such a hard, harsh decision is when you take everything else into consideration. So i am you, glad think, you brought that up. You, you think of the, the injuries that we've had. Yeah. You know, that's been a, a massive impact, and there's been a lot of people that have said, imagine where we would have been if we had Davis, White, and, um, and a Leisnick fit. Because that, having those sort of players, especially Davis, when we were trying to do that plan B, oh, It's where just we needed to on your lot, team, isn't it? Yeah, we keep saying about the plan B, well, they, that sort of was his plan B, but when you look at the cards he had to deal with on the bench, then... You, you didn't really have that option and then you could say well that's his fault for not recruiting correctly in January but this is what I said earlier who was doing that recruitment it seemed to go all wrong there and this is when Greg, Greg Abbott came in it's, I'm not just pinning the blame on him completely it's, it's not
2: do you know what I, I'm, going, I, I'm going to put my neck on the line because the, the day we if I'm, if I'm right the day we appointed Greg Abbott was a podcast day yeah, and on the way we all said shall we talk about this or not and we we sort of said yes and no and we sort of flirted around it a little bit and I said to you all off camera then which I'm sure we'll find if we scroll back in the group chat past all those chats about McDonald's <laughs> and stuff yeah. um, that this could be the biggest error that Flickcroft will make yeah. because he's essentially taken management out of his own hands and the players that were brought in by the operations director who, the football and operations director in Greg Abbott, whose job it was to bring players in clearly didn't work George Grant failed absolutely failed to make an impact for me, Gethin Jones had to be brought in um, because of the injury to to Hayden White but blew hot and cold Um, Ben Turner, excellent in the last couple of games of the season but cost us at Knox County Nicky um, and Jose, a Jose failed, and that hurts me to say because so we paid money to sponsor <laughs> it. Um everyone that came in in January failed. Yeah. Even Smith to a Jordan Smith to a degree. Yeah. Because he didn't live up to his reputation.
1: Yeah. It failed. So it went wrong. So that's what I mean, Is it a coincidence that we? Sort I of got a new it's coincidental. Director. I, that's what I don't think it is. So so. so that's, that's ruined his plan B. So that's that's made it, his job very difficult to do those tactical. Changes because actually when you look at the bench, how could you really change it? That That's the issue. So there's a lot of things that go into play there, we you've got the injuries and the recruitment in January, and everyone surely has to admit that up to January, we were looking an absolutely superb team. And then you throw in there, probably just the extra thing as well with dealing with pressure, because by then we got ourselves, ourselves into such a good position. Maybe the management struggle with pressure as well, but I think certainly the player has to take such a big responsibility for that because it's clear to see that they struggle with the pressure
3: uh, I'm just going going to go back to the injuries it, it, the Davis one's just unlucky we know we were injury prone we were taking a chance and it, it's not paid off but he's another player that we've got coming back next season and can really play a big part Hayden White was down to if Craig Davis gets a new deal if he gets a new deal Hayden White was down to poor refereeing yep the game was getting tempered, the referee's not dealt with it, and it's cost us big time and cost the player the rest of the season. And the Alejnik one comes back to the training ground stuff.
1: Yeah.
3: Pitch wasn't ready, we've got an injury because of it, and you could probably say them three players have getting injured. 90% cost us the season absolutely well
2: I'm going to go back to a few more of the comments now because they are still uh, flooding in I think this is probably one of the most watched and most uh, Boy, commented on uh, <laughs> podcasts why is it when we were saying this in the week me and Nathan always joke because we always come back here for food and stuff after and we always joke and say it's always the ones where there's something going off where people are commenting yeah if we are it every week <laughs> if, nobody watching if it was a league it would just be us three
1: having a discussion between us we exactly. know it's, it's, it's
2: strange absolutely uh, talking about the obviously appointment of John Dempster Rob says Managing kids on about 50 uh, quid a week to managing blokes playing bills and mortgages, huge difference. Uh, Danny says, wish Flickroft had used substitutions better in games to make an impact. I was gutted to see a Jose and Grant last minute subs in the the last game. Too late to make uh, any impact. Very quick one on that. I'm going to agree completely with you. You get a fourth sub when it goes to extra time. We should not have left that until the last minute to bring him on to take a penalty. We which should. He didn't even take. <laughs> it didn't even take because so he would have been fifth. We should um, yeah. have 100% brought him on at the start of extra time and gone for the jugular. Yeah. Looking back, looking at what's happened today, for me, I think Flickcroft knew it, it, it was gone anyway. I, I don't know. There was there was something there about that which seemed half-hearted, like we didn't want it. Um, Elliot says uh, Ryan Lowe had no experience at the start of the season and he didn't do too bad did he we can't be negative going into uh, next season I don't think one um,
1: example though and I think
2: it's probably a lot is. more that gone the other way it is to, worry. to be honest I'm not I'm, I am worried about the Dancer appointment but I'm also not because he comes in knowing the club what it takes to get promotion he's been a promotion winner as a player four times once with once with us He's been at the club for years and seen the over, the development of those young players, so who better to bring them in? I just think it's the wrong time to bring him in. That's all. That's all it is. It's just a time. I just want some, I want some clarity on who's going to support him in his back room, because if it's the likes of who he's got around him at the minute, for me, it's the same problem with Flickcroft. There's no experience there to, to bolster that. And then it's, what are his expectations and what are his budget? Yeah, and
1: then we've got the fans' expectation in there. What happens if we go into the... You know the first couple of months, and we where, where we well, even where, where we were with Fitcroft, we were not doing great for the first couple of months. But w- what's it going to be like then with an uh, unproven manager? I, I, it's not going to take long for fans to turn, and like, it takes expectation level so high. Would you say Sodit will
3: give someone like Neil Bishop a, a coaching role, like a player coaching role? Does obviously, he's 37, he'll be 38 next season. Can we come back to that in a minute? Cause yeah, I've just fine. seen a
2: comment which I want to clear up before I go past it. Uh, I had a little say about what Anthony said. Anthony's then come back at me, uh, so I want to get to that. Um, he says, the statements that I'm making are outrageous, um, and my daughter and John know nothing about supporters paying for season tickets. Did I say that? No, I did not. I think you'll find what I said was do not degrade supporters who pay the money week in week out they're entitled to their opinions it's not just the Radfords who are putting the money into the club we are as well and by the way no matter who is manager no matter where we are on the table we will continue to do that end of
3: discussion carry on (laughs) fair enough Um, do you say and give Neil Bishop someone a, a, a coaching role it's someone that's obviously been around a lot got promotions in his career had relegations in his career pretty much been around in nearly every level and um, you look at the backroom staff and that obviously behind Dempster at um, at youth level um Mike Whitlow and, and Richard Cooper obviously been around the club for a while a bit like Dempster don't forget Amy Hey, mate I'm going to be
1: the assistant you know it's great Go wait yeah um, to get an impression in I that hope was, he does it doesn't that, 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 that was, was
3: Jamie Maguire for anyone who
1: didn't know yeah another <laughs> one that's that's been there and done it so my, my, my problem with that and I get where you're coming from with the experience but I feel like there's a big difference between playing experience and managing experience and a fine example of that is when you see a lot of ex-players come into management even when they've been at to the top level and, and fail so I don't think playing experience so automatically. Gamble? It's done all right, but there's, there's, there's a lot more. <laughs> uh, you could go, you go further back and look at other players that haven't quite managed it. So you know, it's it's a it's also equally as much of a gamble. But then like I say, who else? It's harder, Who who else is out there? This is why I'm just puzzled by the, the disappointment. To be honest, it, there's a lot of questions that I need answering and I don't know where, where we're going to find
2: the answers until we get into the season next year. Keep your comments uh, coming in. Uh, Gary says, having only missed two games of this season, first half of the season cracking second half, less points than Morecambe. The football brand dis- disapparated as the season went on. Craig says, with being able to make the fourth sub in extra time, why leave it until the last minute for Grant? We was creating chances, so a bit of a different
1: creativity was needed. Um, and Newport were knackered at that point we, we, yeah.
3: we were very superior fitness wise didn't we it's, it it's second half Newport looked absolutely shattered and and yet again we, we left it too late yeah so <laughs> Liam says tongue in cheek I hope it's tongue in cheek anyway uh, can't wait for
2: relegation wouldn't surprise me if we did a county Um it's
1: uh, I tweeted it, earlier, I so it feels like we're following
2: that has anybody, has, has anybody looked at Paul Anderson's Twitter today because I'm sure he'll be making a comment like he did the other day and then deleted it very quickly uh, Paul says wow just found out the news shot to say the least I thought they would have given him at least until Christmas and then if we weren't doing well then get rid uh, Rob says let's just get behind uh, Dempster and see where we go hopefully bring more youth players into the first team we all know what happened
1: uh, the last time that happened um, can I, can I just make a point on that Go on. quickly when we talk about you players we, we're saying as if we've not had any come through this year though but we have trialled some you know we Again, another we had, injury in
2: Jordan, Jordan Graham. Graham yeah Jordan Graham
1: we had, fantastic this season we had Gibbons in there but uh, they, they didn't there's no stretch for them they didn't pull up any trees at the same they time they weren't ready were they no, no absolutely so why do we think next year it's going to be a magic solution I'm, I'm worried it's not I mean it's just such a big step up and Yes we've done well in our youth division but we're not a, a massive high class are we a, a, in a youth league so I don't know it's still a massive step so we've, we've given them chances this season probably could have given them more at certain points so I, I do accept that but there's no one else coming and you think oh yeah they can easily slot into this to this team so it's a gamble.
2: We've not got long left tonight because we are on a very short uh, schedule tonight. So I will try and get through a few of these comments as quickly as we can. I said I wasn't going to bring up uh, the argument with Anthony, but I am again. <laughs> uh, basically, I just want to uh, bring an end to it. Uh, he asked, I said that he degraded the supporters. Uh, so he asked how he degraded the club. I didn't say he degraded the club. I said uh, supporters in some respects. And that's just in relation to your comment about the that supporters don't put money in because we do by buying shirts buying tickets let that be the end of it Um, I don't want any more on that that's just my opinion Uh, keep your comments uh, coming in Uh, Jody says uh, I've read lots of comments from season ticket holders uh, who said they are not in a rush to renew what are your thoughts on that personally (laughs) I'll buy a season ticket whatever
3: Not what we supposed to most of the clubs in this country have got season tickets out and have announced payment plans and all sorts. Still waiting, Stags. Correct. Uh, your dad made a great point as well.
2: Is sure, it, uh, it might be someone else that's tied on his account. Uh, Nick says that can we get an experienced director of football like Newport have done with Lenny Lawrence to help Dempster out? Great point because what they've done on a shoestring budget is fantastic up there. And good luck to them at good luck to them at Wembley. Nearly say Cardiff because that's where they're training ahead the of Wembley. Um, <laughs> so keep that uh uh so yeah great point on that one uh danny says we'll we be able to bring in any uh bring in and retain higher level uh, calibre of players similar to the season without Flitcroft will the big names or loans still want to play for the side with Dempster at the wheel uh, Scott says poor decision by the club Flitcroft's best season in 15 years who will Dempster attack the club uh, I'm sorry but League 2 isn't a place for youth players to challenge promotion end of uh, League says in my opinion we were maybe 3 or 4 players short I was never a Flitcroft fan and wouldn't have made my shortlist. however we can't keep chopping the managers it doesn't work the late Ian Greaves um, said it takes a manager three seasons to turn a club around and I don't think Flickcroft was far far away from where we needed Mm -hmm. to be I agree with your comments that Davis, Graham etc were were our plan B and that couldn't be used Um, uh, and Anthony as you say this is a forum forum about different opinions and that is what makes this podcast great Um, I'm going to wrap things up very very Shortly, because we've not got a lot of time left tonight um, I want to try and end on a positive I think today we've, it's fair to say that every single person in this room every single person watching and watching back and listening to this will have been disappointed by the um, departure of David Flipcroft. I think reflecting it shouldn't be judged on the last 12 games of the previous season that was a poison chalice for anybody should be judged solely on this season and ultimately on the pitch his job was to get his promotion and he failed to deliver that having had at least five attempts to do that towards the back end of the season however I would have then weighed up the injuries and things like that, I know every club has injuries but those injuries took away our plan B and from another point of view I know we wouldn't have wanted to talk about this but it would have come up eventually transfer windows about to open once again, once contracts and everything are up, his work and his coaching has turned CJ Hamilton into a valuable asset, and not just him, but other players at the club as well. If Mansfield needed to recoup some money for whatever reason, the work that David Flickcroft has done on those players, Nath, 100% would be a re- another tick in the positive box
1: to have kept him as manager. Absolutely. That's it. It's looking at the bigger picture. And um, like I say, it's very easy after a result, after a certain result of had lately to just uh, you know attack him and, and and pick out the mistakes he has made. And like I said, he's he's certainly not perfect by by a long way. By long way, but there's a lot of other things in there to consider. And when you put everything into one big box and, and look at it all, I I feel like yes, although we failed with the overall aim he had still brought us a long way forward playing a good brand of football for for a loss of season until other things got in its way um, and contributed to that changing and we've seen rises in in in, in attendances with overall had a good season and and like someone said in the comments it takes time to, to turn a club around and that's where this time last year we was at a point where I was thinking Wow, he's got a lot of work to do he's got a lot of players to get rid of and he's got players to bring in and expecting all that to just happen in one season and all fall into place to me is just unrealistic and after another season bringing in the right heads and the right players we would have been very strong candidates next year for promotion and now not so confident absolutely I'm going to read the last two
2: comments from the live feed tonight before I uh, get the final comment from Cam Uh, Mark says slightly stunned by the decision but it is what it is we'll sink or swim by it true fans will be there to see it whatever happens we stand together and in terms of bringing players in Liam says um, we need someone like John Akinde a different kind of striker instead of all them being the same type of players look at Lincoln and look at Newport's uh, strikers Completely agree with that. No doubt we will be back uh, for another episode at some point to discuss all of this, possibly after the retain list is out. Maybe we might, might look to do one on Sunday or Monday next week. We'll keep you updated on our Facebook page. Um, finally, can final comment from, from yourself. we spoke about the departure of David Flickcroft. We do have a new manager in already in John Dempster. How important is it now that regardless of experience, regardless of worries about backroom staff and players, a attra- Player attraction. How important is it that we give John Dempster our full backing as the new Mansfield Town manager?
3: It's massive, um, and Ma- Mansfield fans are fickle, really are, and going to get shot down at comments. We are, and um, some are idiots, some are decent, and you'll always get people that think they know everything. They're all football managers, um, but we've got to got to keep going, and that's the thing. The positive thing is That we've done it now We've not left it Until the last week of July Uh, John and his team Whoever's going to be supporting The Radfords Just anyone at the club Are just going to Have enough time To get players in Get contracts sorted And then Obviously we go back to Portugal Get the pre-season started Uh, Positive We don't Last season doesn't matter Season 4 doesn't matter This is now And none of that matters I don't think I could have said it myself ladies and gentlemen thank you very much
2: for watching uh, tonight it's been one of the most watched and most commented on podcasts which we've done for the last two seasons I'm not surprised with what's happened uh, today your support whether you've been there from day one to now is very much welcome indeed we will hopefully be back for one last time I don't think we can end it here can we boys I don't think we not can not long enough to get for it exactly we've, we've not so we will be back for one last episode however um, there is something new coming for the close season more details on that when we have it to david Flickcroft and his staff who have left the club thank you very much for all the efforts and endeavors that you have put in certainly for me following the Sags this season it's been one of the most uh, enjoyable to watch at times with some of the football and sometimes the most frustrating as well but you know what i wouldn't have it any other way because otherwise football would be boring i don't live for football to be boring so thank you for that it's been a really good experience To John Dempster, who will take over as the new Mansfield Town Manager, good luck. We know that you're a fantastic coach. The job that you have done with the academy has earned you this position. I just hope that you can obviously deliver on what we all want, which is ultimately promotion to League One. Um, To John and Carolyn, who have obviously made the decision and, and the board we will always back you no matter what because we are fans of the club and you are the owners of the club we will always back that and we will always support you how, as we have done since day one the fact we've had little disagreements and little comments here and there tonight is because we're passionate we care about Mansfield Town as do you we're entitled to our opinions of course we, are. we all are but ultimately will we be there next season to cheer on John Dempster and see what happens of course we will because we're not fickle we're Mansfield fans we go week in week out and we watch the journey unfold and that is all there is uh, to be said I'm just going to disappear out of shot from Nick so I've got to press something on the laptop because it's that far away but I'm going to keep talking so these two boys that you can see currently on the screen over my shoulder thank you very much for getting involved with the podcast this season it's always a pleasure to have you with us and to Simon as well who for this season has been a really life changing one for him in terms of having the boys we'll be back for season 3 following the journey of course will. Nathan, why? Because of film man. Every single time. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next week. Stay tuned to our Facebook and Twitter pages and we'll let you know when. One door is closed. Another one has opened. The journey continues.